0: Hello and welcome to uh, Hamster with a Blunt Pen Knife, the Doctor Who commentary podcast. I am here today with third time guest, Nathan Bottomley. Hello, Nathan
1: hey how are you joe is this a record am i the first to reach the other time i'll be so 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 upset if i'm not
0: oh actually only one person and that is my, <laughs> that, that is that is my friend Alison, who i i just if she wants to be on she's on because i'm too scared to say no to her no no fair enough she's like my dollar noble you know it's that relationship <laughs> um right uh, we are here today to talk about a genuinely fantastic story but not a story that's considered generally fantastic by, by a lot
1: of people. Which story have you chosen for us to watch, say? Um, so I've chosen Delta and the Bannermen um, <laughs> because I desperately wanted to be the one who did it when it sort of came around. And again, because it is just tremendously great, I think. And I guess it's from one of my favourite eras of the classic series, too. Why is that? Why is it one of your favourite eras? um well we'll probably get into it as we go and as i kind of really remember but like i um i watched all of this stuff at the time so i know that your first um experience of doctor who was battlefield That's right? right an episode of battlefield two or three i or still
0: something. came back for more as well <laughs>
1: but but i started watching in 1978 And we had sort of endless repeats and things in 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 Australia. And so I was watching this as it came out and and so I had been through the Peter Davison era, I'd been through the sort of Sayward era, I'd been through um, the Colin Baker era. And now this was this sort of, and you know, like after a, a really kind of rocky and tumultuous period in the in the show's production, mm. uh, the show sort of really reinvents itself in the last um, three years and starts to do things that Doctor Who had never ever done before. And I think that, um, Delta and the Batman is just like an absolutely kind of s- superb example of that. I also
0: say like this is the story where Doctor Who like found its heart again and it's yeah. like being about people again rather than, yes. you know, action, the set piece, space corridors, continuity. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> I don't know if there's much continuity. I don't know if there's any continuity in this story.
1: Yeah, it doesn't, it's it's the second story in a row that doesn't seem to have real continuity references to um, a previous story. And and it, Paradise Towers, I think, was what won me over to this era on first viewing because it was completely fresh, fresh and wasn't about Doctor Who, it was about Paradise Towers. And
0: Paradise Towers was the first story since Vengeance and Varos, I think that didn't have either a continuity reference or like, you know, Daleks, Sontarmen, yeah, Time Lords, yeah. Okay, well, let's, I mean, I, I want to say before we go in, this is actually my second favourite Sylvester McCoy story. And that is not a popular opinion, and I've received much hate mail about that in the past. <laughs> um i I don't understand the objections to this i just don't get it i think it's it's light and funny and characterful and just really enjoyable to watch like i i it's that thing again about doctor who being fun some people just don't want it to be fun do they (laughs) no (laughs) we did resurrection of the daleks last time and a lot of people would rather it was that
1: yeah yeah yeah. absolutely fun free zone Mm -hmm. like um Super terrible. But, um, yeah, no, this is the sort of thing that I love Doctor Who doing, and uh, so I will never not love this story. Well, let's find out why, then. I am queued up I'm ready to go if you are. Uh, yep.
0: I say queued up. There's no queue at all. It's just one episode. I don't know it why really I is. say that. <laughs> no. I'll count us in in five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. Oh, that McCoy fame. I'm sorry, I, it just gives me nostalgic
1: tingles. So I've mentioned the Doctor Who club that I have at school, and the kids laugh at this uh, at this title sequence, yeah. and uh, I Where remember I? Just thinking well it's so 80s like it's so incredibly <laughs> period and, and like i remember just thinking it was the best thing ever look at these computer graphics who's ever seen anything like this you know, oh, so am, I, just, am i just looking at this through a child's eyes man? because i just think this looks great <laughs> But uh, look, there's there's a version on YouTube of someone doing it with sort of modern graphics and stuff, and it looks sort of really great. But it's not it's not just the graphics; it's the design. I mean, the logo for God's sake, look at it it's uh, it's outrageous.
0: So I re- and, I very very recently um, did a reappraisal of season twenty four on my other podcast and in it i said that there are a lot of very dark themes like ideas sorry in this season played very light because if you played them very dark it would be unwatchable for children this sequence here is like the end of a mass genocide isn't it Mm,
1: yeah it's it's super strange too i think um it looks different from like Doctor Who has for a while and I think it's just that combination of like OB videotape and maybe the sort of handheldness of the cameras and and the fact that this I mean there's a shot with the, the spaceship there and and sort of wreckage and stuff that's sort of matted in and the and the very opening shot which has the the like the moon above the cliff yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that and so they've they've got this thing where they they have to shoot this whole thing on location right but they do things to the locations which is what normal tv programs have uh-huh. always done but what doctor who has always done is you know here's a sort of game show set that we're going to do all the interiors against and then we'll go to a quarry uh, and you know like do nothing to the quarry and so this where it's being made like like essentially, like normal television, yeah, uh, isn't it? It's actually the thrilling new look. the The shot where the the spaceship lifts off and all you see is a corner of it just moving out of frame. You know, they're just moving a physical object and achieving it that way. Like, um, I think it's great. And now here, you know, we hear. Ah, oh, this is uh, just sort of a... delightful.
0: This sequence. I I love I love the I just the Doctor and Mel having like goofy adventures like we haven't done this for ages we've been so long like biting and scraping with perry and tegan like this is just two people having
1: fun in the universe yeah. isn't that funny you know like i always thought that like i love nicola bryant and all of that she's wonderful but suddenly sexualizing the companion after three years of tegan who is yeah. just sort of bolshy and she's not a sex object and then and then we get Mel, you know, oh, but we should just pour
0: one out for Sir Ken Don, oh, shouldn't we? Mar- now, okay, uh, here's something I need to ask you about because I am fully on board with the JNT Stroke, Rusty Davis, Stroke, Stephen Moffat idea that if you can get a good celebrity actor to play a role and draw in viewers, do yeah. it. And I don't think there's many really bad examples. And Uh, Can you think of anyone better than Ken Dodd to play this goofy tollbooth
1: character? I can't. I think he's wonderful, and it it is—you know—like just because he's sort of old pro, we had no idea who he was in Australia. Right. Okay. It's probably for the best. The comedy (laughs) is—it's extremely broad. (laughs) But uh, and it is a broad performance and stuff. But it's—it's the tone that we have here. Well, you say that though, they're, and
0: they're, he's really over the top when he comes out and he's all like party blowers and all of that. And then when he's uh, by the bus and it's like clearly this crappy old bus that they're going in, he starts
1: to like underplay it a bit. Yeah.
0: And then they murder yeah. him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a Doctor Who thing, isn't it? I bet he was thrilled, though. Do you Actually, know what I mean? would be murdered. I, I yeah, bet, yeah, um, he would have loved to play a death on Doctor Who. who and they is, put an exploding thing in his suit and everything, you know. Who's
0: the guy that plays Gavrock? I bet he absolutely loved doing it as well. Yeah, I'll do this role if I can kill Ken
1: So it's Don Henderson. Yeah, he's so good. Absolutely. Like, it's, his performance is so strange because he's... He underplays it, he doesn't chew the scenery really. He chews that sort of ham or whatever, but it's he plays it really straight. He's, He's like the only person the not cause...
0: winking at the audience. you yeah, know. Yes, like, exactly. But I think so, that kind of works because the contrast between everyone else being a little bit Pantone, a bit over the top and him, but it really accentuates this is a bad guy, you know?
1: Yeah, and Doctor Who always does that, like the thing about the villains, or so often and the villains are not funny, or they're, you know, the thing about the graph Graf Decay, which I just think is the absolute epitome he of that. He took himself like so
0: seriously, didn't he?
1: Oh, no self-awareness at all, absolutely not uh. a skerrick of humour, like nothing, he oh. absolutely nothing. I'm so sorry, I have to
0: talk about this alien that's on the
1: screen right now going through the... <laughs> <laughs>
0: how the hell they thought they'd get away with that i feel think that's marvelous is that the marvelous. only one we see i think that's the only yeah. one we see well the special effect
1: though where he goes through the arch is actually pretty good for the period you know with the sort of horizontal lines and stuff so it's still a, it's still an interesting look i think but you, you know can... this, you can just imagine the mad, like, Ian Levine types watching this all oh, the time. Like,
0: through their fingers saying, what's happening? Where's Ambassadors
1: of Death gone? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, there's there, you know, there's Douglas Adams sort of stuff here as well, isn't there? Like, like there's a, um, I think, you know, like the, the there's a sort of vague allusion to the bug bladder beast of trial you know, or something. There was some spaceship eating those really fun verbose
0: references to
1: yeah 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 but there's a sort of hitchhiker's feel to it where it's all sort of slightly silly and this is a space toll booth and you know in space it's the same as what we have here
0: one thing that's strange is when JNT came along and Chris Bidmead and Barry Letts and it was all like this okay we need to stop this silliness the Graham Williams era has gone a bit silly you know, so they, they were like, We're gonna do it quite seriously now. And then we had um, a year of Chris Bridge with me, five years of Eric's award killing everybody, before like suddenly someone came in and said, actually, man, maybe this show should be
1: a little bit silly. Like mm and and it's i think it's wonderful i mean yes. it is so much fun and it's not there's not no stakes or anything like that it's not trivial like it's still a story that's sort of interesting
0: well you're talking about um, the last survivor of an entire race yeah 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 and, and the first scene as well actually interestingly we watched resurrection of the daleks and that opened with a massacre well this yeah. also opens with a massacre yeah well i mean i remember seeing a body literally blown off the floor a dead body (laughs) hit by an explosive (laughs) at the beginning of this it's really bad
1: but it's such a dummy though isn't it it's It's terrible for a second (laughs) but what
0: it's trying to say is like you know this is this is people dying everywhere you know it's like it's not like there isn't dark ideas in this no it's just played played for laughs yeah, we're gonna yeah. play Genocide for laughs.
1: Well, I mean, do they play it for laughs though? I mean, or is it just that like we never laugh at Delta and like Delta has like we're not really made to feel the genocide because essentially this is sort of a cartoon. Um, and
0: I do find it pretty hard to warm to Delta as well, like, like the performance, yeah, she is Ice Queen, you know,
1: to a full yeah yeah and okay. i wonder if that's a fault in her performance like i wonder whether if oh, she'd been a bit warmer kind might of you, a bit better kind of you just suggest that she's giving a performance <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, okay yeah, what, what are these two? two what are they
1: about like <laughs> i don't know i don't know so i think they're random comic relief of course it's now well known that the guy who plays hawk like punches toast and Cole in the face in rosa Ah, um, oh, I didn't know that. And he comes back and is the angry Alabama yeah. guy with the Oh, she looks so different. Yeah, yeah. Well, how you know, 150 years since this was first broadcast. So, um, can we talk about? Can, can we, we talk go about? Go um, on, Bonnie. I adore her. I'm sorry. She's so great. <laughs> like, Holy I, crap,
0: I do. Great. Okay, I, I, I have issues that she is written kind of one-dimensional and that that she can overplay the role and does at times there's none of that here none of it no
1: and so one of my theories is that actors overplay on doctor who sets and are less likely to do that on location and yeah, my a for that is Colin, Colin Baker, Baker. Yeah. who is much better, much better on location. But, like, he's in this stupid costume and he's, again, you know, against a set that, that is like a game show set. And it, the whole environment is so artificial. How do you kind of play it naturalistically? You go big. Do you remember
0: in the, the Two Doctors, like, the whole first part where he's in uh, the sets on the station, and he's very theatrical. And then the second he hits Spain, he's completely in his element. He's 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 underplaying well, every part.
1: I suspect it's just too hot for all that shit. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? he's so hot that it's kind of like i can't oh, shout dude, i dude, can't we'll go, oh, fuck, i'm just gonna <laughs> that's what I mean. but but in in oh. um in revelation of the daleks he sort of super underplays it as well and it's nice like in the, you know they're, they're virtually on location for all of episode one and uh and that's really good and so and so bonnie starts her first of her first six episodes, five are written by Pip and Jane yeah. Baker, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so they overwrite her dialogue. And I love Pip and Jane. Like, interestingly,
0: nobody's only... wanted to do a Pip and Jane commentary yet. It's
1: baffling to me. Ah, okay, yeah. oh, I quite like Time and the Rani, but um, oh. <laughs> but <laughs> but um. And, and she's on location for nearly all of that as well. I mean, not on location, in the studio for nearly all of it. And so she pitches the performance big, she's playing against Colin and trying to hold her own in scenes with him. And I think she does overplay it, but I also think that she puts in some real proper moments of, of believable acting as well. Like this at the end of Vervoids, I think she's wonderful. I always think she delivers what's on the page
0: like yeah 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 and well, yeah. unfortunately what's on the page sometimes lets her down because I've sure. I've listened to all of her big finished performances and she's a, a terrific actress like she yeah. can she can play like dramatic material really really well she just has to have you know the, the material has to be there you can't make it can you
1: no and then look at this can you believe the shot. nerve
0: that they, they they suggested that that bus fell down just by lifting it a few inches off the ground and then dropping uh, yeah, that's it. It's
1: wonderful. It's that's, so fucking perfect. But I mean that's that's how they did the sh- the spaceship lifting off as well just a bit of it in the foreground of a shot. I thought it was great. It's certainly much better than like dangling a model from a fishing line or oh, something like true. it's a physical yeah, object yeah, yeah. actually dropping and you see see it bouncing on its uh, on its suspension and stuff.
0: Okay, I want to make it'll... a point about the guest characters in this who are lovely, Burton, uh, Ray, Billy, yeah. um, Murray. I love Murray, the bus driver. Like, yes. sick. Like we've had, like, five years of horrible um, Eric <laughs> Award, like, gangsters, and all of yeah. a sudden we're surrounded by these lovely people.
1: And there's so many extras as well. Like yeah. so many extras. There's a whole bus full it and the location. And, and this is another thing that never ever happens on Doctor Who, right? And it happens in this story, which is where people are inside and they look out a window and they see what's outside the window. Like when does that ever happen in Doctor Who? Because inside is always in the studio. Of oh, of course, and, yeah. And so you can never look out a window. You know, there might be an old plant from the production office kind of out on the outside or whatever, but but the actual looking out through a yeah. window, and there's a great shot, I think, it must be in episode three. Billy. but There's one shot where you know, Billy looks out a window, I remember. Or it's in Burton's office, I think. I'll point it out later. But, but just the fact that that we're actually in real places and it's yeah. so rare for doctor who like if you think about Ark of infinity like doctor who doesn't do the present day you know in earth all that much does it i don't know look at not look at not, Ark of not during
0: this time no
1: no and when you when you go when you go to the youth hostel in arc of infinity it's just a set yeah, do you know what i mean uh-huh. like and and um you know the brigadier's house in modern undead is just it's just a, just set. a set yeah and yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a super old-fashioned way of realizing tv and so just this these three years do it do you know what i mean it's just these three well, there's years there's like by...
0: a number of stories isn't there the uh, curse of Fenric is
1: all done on location yep. as well um survival, survival. great show yeah all great show on. just by accident silver nemesis um yeah there was meant to be one each season but Greater show ended up being on location just because of the asbestos in the in the studio or whatever and then they decided to do Fenric on location and think about how much better directed Fenric is than Paradise Towers which is Nick Mallet's previous story but all of us were on location and so it's just better to be on location and it really grounds this and so 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 you know if I show this to the kids in Doctor Who Club they actually really like it because it's really fun and action-packed and stuff but what they don't realize is how incredibly different this looks from ah, how, too, or how, you, how Doctor Who, whatever yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Because there's nothing like this in a Time Lord*, is there? Which is the previous season.
1: No, no. I mean, you know, there's lots of. There is some nice location work in *Mysterious Planet*. At that, you know, yeah. the, you know uh, prehistoric village or whatever. That's pretty good. But we're pretty. I don't know, though. It sort of feels. I always felt I mean,
0: it looks okay, but it kind of feels flat compared to this. This is just sunny and
1: gorgeous and
0: I, I feel like they, they capture, is it Barry Island they're on in Wales? They capture it so, so beautifully. Although I have to say, that is that is the most Doctor Who thing I can possibly imagine is that we're promised Disneyland and we get Barry Island.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so Doctor Who. Um, we're not going to give you all out glitz and you know, American glamour. You're going to get yeah.
1: <laughs> some tatty
0: holiday camp in
1: um oh it's is... in wales south wales so look we are what eight minutes into the episode no eight minutes from the end of the episode and the doctor have the doctor Mel been in peril yes i guess there was the bus crashing and the doctor had to press some buttons in the TARDIS. but yeah but, but not, not especially
0: just... It's it's all sort it's... of scene setting isn't
1: it yeah, we're getting to know the environment. We've got time to get to know the people. Oh, and isn't three episodes just... A great the length. most brilliant yes. length. Because you yes. completely
0: avoid this. You watch this story throughout. You avoid the episode three lag.
1: Yeah,
0: you avoid yeah. that, that hideous episode where they've got to do lots of false jeopardy, exposition. It's yes. just so much tighter. And they did it, what, with Ghostlight
1: with
0: Survival...
1: Silver sort of Nemesis, yep. let's not go into that one. Uh, but Dragonfire, you know, like there's there's two a year, isn't there? There's six of them and what they did it in Sort of did it for Planet of Giants way back when. Oh, they 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 cut it down, didn't Yeah, they edited two and three together. We missed a lot of very exciting scenes. Oh well, so Ken, sorry, he's just been he's just been murdered, he's been shot in the back. Oh, there he goes, yeah. I mean that just shows he's
0: truly the most evil person in the universe. He shot Ken Dobbs in the back whilst he thought he was getting away. Oh, okay, okay. I I have to say something about Sylvester McCoy because I have long been a Sylvester McCoy, uh, uh, very critical. I think he is adorable in this story. And I think this is one of the stories of his era where he's really comfortable in the role. Like, there's nothing yeah. in this story that is too much for him. I watched Survival the other day, and there are a few <laughs> moments in that where they're stretching him beyond his means. I feel like they're right yeah. into his strengths here.
1: In fact, when we get to the end of episode two, um, which is his sort of hero moment for the story. He's great. um, He's really good, yeah. I think sometimes when he goes angry and stuff like that, he's never sort of particularly convincing. And, I mean, he's not, you know, he's not, i mean we've got spoiled haven't we in the new series with the kind of quality of the actors that play doctor who and you know so every so often you get these sort of stupid stories in the media oh you know jonathan ross should play the next doctor oh, Who, or right. something like that do you know right. what i mean it's always some light entertainment person um and we've had real proper actors and and so yeah so that's of but even though he's sometimes sometimes not that great or you know get put in positions where he's got like a magic
0: about him I don't know what it is yes
1: he's super watchable and it's a well thought out doctor as well I think yeah and and I I I think
0: I I I call Sylvester McCoy he's he's my Avery Brooks of uh, Doctor Who like I never quite know what I'm gonna get It's like dangerous acting, like sometimes he can be really great, sometimes he can be terrible, but I always want to watch him. Yeah, yeah, I think he's really good. And this, gosh, this scene is so good. Well, just imagine this in season 22. Imagine this in, in Colin Baker's
1: first year, you know. It just wouldn't take place. You no, know, they they mow them all down. We um, <laughs> way through. It's have of the scene where the people gasped a lot of you them. yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. It's so daggy and so gorgeous, and the music is really good. You know, like it's really fun. And then as well, we've got this little love triangle thing, which is oh, so this, nice. oh, this breaks my heart. Yeah, oh, like Doctor Who is doing a love story. Like, I know, it's wonderful. At the time, it's... Doctor Who just did not do this. No, no. Like I this... remember... Just go on. I, I mean, I remember knowing of a fan who um, paused his tape so that he couldn't get Bellboy and Flower Child kissing in episode one of Greater Show in the Galaxy. Like, that, one of the things that Doctor Who was was kind of a haven from any kind of romantic oh, no. stuff, any soppy love stuff well he cut it I out like he edited it. it out yeah 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 yeah, that's yeah. Ex- that that is extreme that's an upsetting upsetting story but um but this i mean just you know someone storming out of a dance you know the doctor going, um, to, comfort going to see if they're okay yeah. it's wonderful yeah. and i think the mccoy
0: plays this sort of um like the mournful moments where yeah. where where kind of the the previous centuries lean on him a little bit just so well later on when he says love's never been known for its rationality I feel like there's there's a whole story that's not been told there
1: yeah it's lovely isn't it it is just lovely and this the doctor is he's trying to be so sweet and he's so uncomfortable but when is it she's crying over a boy at the dance on the I shoulder. think this is it's what they wonderful. were trying to
0: do with Jodie Whittaker when, when, um, where Graham reached out to her in that episode, and she was just like, oh. "Oh, I'm socially awkward," so and it didn't. It's just not as
1: skillfully done as this, is it? No, 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 no. Oh, she's wonderful, and she's doing the accent. Bless her. Yeah,
0: it's uh, not her own accent, is it? Oh, he has been alienized.
1: It's very. It's <laughs> overdone. The TV Welsh accent. Oh, oh and I, I also love it. the cartoon sneeze here, too, where the doctor kind of, you know, like, I don't think you can block a sneeze by holding your finger vertically, you know, horizontally under your nose. I'm pretty sure that doesn't actually They do, do it a lot much.
0: in cartoons and things, don't
1: they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's an absolute cartoons um, sneeze. Do you it's remember the misprint cute. in the Target novel? Do you remember what
0: the doctor... He pees or, over the shelf. He's peeing over the shelf. Over the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, Mel- uh, oh, Mel's pyjamas are hideous.
1: Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, like, this is Mel's
0: dress. Oh, yeah, she's the got spots on her. Oh, yeah, that's
1: spotty. She just likes well, spots. That's what she, she say? says. How did she fit into that? How did Delta fit into Mel's dress?
0: So I've heard people say that this is, like, the, the nadir of Doctor Who. That the the, the the baby coming out of the egg with, like, the person with the thumb in the mouth. Clearly, like, <laughs> Mel screaming. <laughs> the elvis guy with the gun making the th- I, it's so it's,
1: it's glorious what's wrong with people i i think this is i think it's great and and like i i sort of I'm, i don't know how i feel about this final line um, because it's kind of thrown away a bit which is kind of is maybe the right thing to do um, it is he's a very kind of low rent villain for a whole cliffhanger to hang on but, I guess. But to be fair, he's only in a single scene, isn't he? Like Yeah and yeah. and, and yeah. I, I'll
0: forgive anything for the fact that the of the shot of his shoes smoking when he dies. <laughs> yeah, that's so it's great. So, but like this is a story that will occasionally like um go real like when they massacre everybody in episode three yeah which we'll is yeah it a, is it is a bit yeah. it has its like tonally jarring moments
1: yeah yeah i, I, wonder I think
0: that's if, it if that's not cart valve like pushing a bit of yeah the, I, like, don't I don't know, know or
1: whether it's it's someone writing for the show who's watched it lately and doesn't you know like watch it in the previous few years and thinks that doctor who's not going to work unless a lot of people get killed you know like mm-hmm. that's what doctor who does what an appalling concept yeah 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 yeah